To the coffee hour. I'm Sarah Golseth. Uh, we're having some technical difficulties on this Friday, but that's all right. Maybe it's the cold. I don't know. It's a little cold outside. Uh, but this weekend, there's something fun happening at uh, St. Paul's de Pair. We have Dr. Mark Bender from St. Paul's de Pair joining us in studio again today. Welcome. Good morning, Sarah. Good morning. It's a uh, music at St. Paul's weekend. It is indeed. That's awesome. What's, what's happening this weekend? Well, we've invited... Uh we're having an organ concert, and we've invited Dr. Tom Mueller from Concordia University in Irvine, California, to be our guest artist. Fantastic. And uh, he's actually joining us in studio today, all the way from California. Is that right? Yes, it is. It's <laughs> good to be here. <laughs> Dr. Tom Mueller, Assistant Professor of Church Music and University Organist at Concordia University, Irvine. Thanks for uh, coming out to the, to the cold Midwest. Well, it's my pleasure. It's so good to be here. <laughs> um, tell us a little bit about uh, the, the uh, concert that you're going to be presenting. So the concert that I'm presenting is... Uh, will feature a couple of works from Advent, Christmas, and Epiphany. So the portion of the church year that we have just passed through and are currently in, mm -hmm. the season of Epiphany. Um, I'm also pleased to feature a couple of contemporary works, one of which uh, was composed for me by my colleague from Concordia, Alex Giebert, who mm -hmm. is a graduate of the university, but also is our current director of the Handbell program. He's a wonderful composer. He has a number of published handbell arrangements that are out now. And uh, over the summer, knowing that this concert and a couple of others were coming up, I asked if he would be interested in writing an organ piece based on a Christmas song. Mm -hmm. So he chose uh, Low How a Rose is Blooming and wrote a wonderful setting of it that will really work beautifully on the colorful instrument over at St. Paul's. So I'm particularly excited to present that piece among several others on the program yeah that sounds that's that sounds really fun that's a that's such a great tune to 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 uh, i don't know perform a, a good organ work on it is and it's it's a familiar tune too mm -hmm. so the the creative ways in which he uses it sometimes it's disguised sometimes it's stated clearly um, I think are really easy for an audience to follow. And that's part of the fun of playing it. But also mm -hmm. listening to a piece like that is hearing the creativity with which a composer is treating that original chorale melody. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's fun. Um, you know, I, I married a church musician, so I've, I've had the, the pleasure of, of uh, learning more about um, what goes into organ pieces and, and learning how to listen to them more. Um, and the, the text painting in organ pieces is very interesting uh, when, when the text lines up so well with um, how a composer decides to, to arrange it on the organ. Absolutely. And on that note, another piece that I'm performing that I think will work especially well in this organ is a setting of Vishen Leuchte, How Brightly Shines the Morning Star, the Epiphany mm -hmm. Hymn. It was composed in the late 1800s by Heinrich Riemann, who was a prominent German organist and composer. And it's a very symphonic piece. So mm -hmm. you have these incredible crescendos and diminuendos from the softest sound on the organ to every single stop and big mm. thick chords and double <laughs> pedal um, and it's just it's a terrific piece but but the way in which he engages with the text all the different stanzas even down to just the imagery depicting specific words mm -hmm. is amazing and he even writes some of his thoughts into the score itself and That's says 
you know, this is the star appearing here and try to find a sound that reflects that mm -hmm. on the organ. So um, to recreate a piece like that on each new organ on which you're performing is both a challenge, but also a thrill <laughs> for the organist. Yeah. So that will be a great one. I'm yeah. excited. Yeah. For people who don't know, um, maybe who have never been behind an organ console in their church, what is that like to um, to have a piece of music, but then have to uh, have to figure it out on each different organ because all organs are not the same <laughs> all organs are different and you know for us when you think of keyboard instruments such as the piano the pianos are very standardized they all have mm -hmm. the same number of keys the keys are the same size and you sit down at any piano by any maker and you basically know what to expect mm -hmm. With organs, they're all completely different. So you might have different numbers of keyboards or manuals. Um, you could have very different dynamics, very different colors. And part of the challenge of sitting down at a new instrument is being able to figure out very quickly what that instrument can do and how best to use it to advantage with the music. I also teach composition at the university. And so for me, the, the thinking that you bring to that is orchestration. Like yeah. how a composer might take a piece and arrange it for an orchestra or a string quartet mm -hmm. or a brass choir. And you use that thinking at every step of the process. Yeah. Yeah. It's so it's fascinating um, to, to watch an organist have a new piece of music and, and to figure out the registration and figure out what works, what doesn't, uh, what what sound you want the organ to make and then being able to know how to figure that out. It's it's a it's a creative process that that I, I can't do, but it's fascinating to watch Absolutely. other people do it. Yeah. yeah. So what's uh, what's exciting about the, the organ at St. Paul's? Well, it's a wonderful instrument. Um, it's it's a tracker, which means that it has primarily mechanical action inside it. And most organs that you see today are electro-pneumatic, meaning that um, instead of having mechanical linkages between the keys and the actual pipes and the mechanisms that make sound, um, you know, you, you press a key and it's converted into an electrical signal, which is then translated back into motion somewhere else. So mm -hmm. you don't have a physical connection to the mechanism of the instrument itself. But with a tracker, such as the one at St. Paul's, you can play in a very sensitive way because you know that through this system of mechanical linkages, you have direct control over when exactly the wind enters the pipes and you can control elements such as the pipe speech and, you know, things about how the organ sounds. Mm -hmm. And so it, it's an additional challenge to control all of that, but you can come up with some very, very beautiful effects. That is, I, I did not know that about that organ. That is really interesting. And that, that it adds a, a whole different uh, layer of complex complexity when you're, when you're playing. Yeah. I, I don't know, in my head, I'm always like an organ, you press, press a note and it makes a sound and that's, that's what you got. But, yeah. but I have not played an organ. Dr. Bender's laughing at me. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, is there going to be um, congregational singing during this during this concert? Yeah, so so before we do the Heinrich Reimann piece that I mentioned before on How Brightly Shines a Morning Star, we're actually going to sing that hymn. And I'm nice. um, planning to introduce it with a setting of that chorale melody by Johann Pachelbel, Ooh. the 17th century German composer who mm -hmm. was enormous influence on J.S. Bach and many other composers of his age. Um, and then we'll sing the chorale together in a fairly traditional style. 
Um, this might have been done back then. And then that will lead directly into the piece based on that same melody and text. So I think it'll be a wonderful opportunity for the congregation to sing together, but also experience the words and the melody before mm-hmm. we hear the piece that's based on it. Yeah, yeah, that'll be fun. That's such a such a great hymn to sing. Probably one of my favorites, but I say that a lot of, a lot of hymns. So, yeah. <laughs> um, and I see you're you're uh, you're beginning the program with with good old J.S. Bach. Yeah, his Prelude and Fugue in A Minor is uh, rightfully regarded as one of his greatest organ compositions, and um, it works beautifully on the organ there. Yeah. Yeah, well, this looks really exciting. Uh, Dr. Bender, how can we find out more? How can people know about the the concert? Well, you can go to our website, which is www.stpauls, with an S after the Paul, D-E-S-P-E-R-E-S dot org. We're also on Facebook, I'm told. (laughs) That's where I found out about it. Good. Facebook.com slash M-A-S-P, Music at St. Paul's, 12345, which happens to be our address, 12345 Manchester Road at the intersections of Manchester and Ballas by uh, West County Shopping Center. Fantastic. And that is uh, this Sunday, January 27th at 4 o'clock p.m. at St. Paul's, St. Paul's in De Pere. Wonderful. We are all out of time. Uh, but Dr. Bender and Dr. Mueller, thank you so much for joining me in studio today. Thank you. Thank you. You're listening to The Coffee Hour. I'm Sarah Golseth. Coffee Hour with Andy and Sarah is a production of KFUO. To support the Coffee Hour and KFUO Radio, visit KFUO.org. You can also text KFUO to 41444 or send an email to gifts at KFUO.org. And you can call us at 800-844-0524. KFUO. Christ for you anytime, anywhere.